When you hear the word greatness, a lot of people may come to mind. Athletes, businessmen or businesswomen, actors, actresses, artists, painters, sculptors, creators, social activists. There's a lot of people that may come to mind for you. And today, when I think of greatness, I think of Thomas Edison. And that's who I want to dive into. His story, the unique things that he can teach us. Because Edison is is a unique character, unique individual that ultimately changed our world forever and is continuing to impact us today. And I think there's some things we can learn from him. And he can also give us insight into what it takes to be a difference maker, to be what we call greatness. So there's three things I want to touch upon with Thomas Edison today. Now, we're not going to dive into his whole life, but I think there's three traits, characteristics, ideas that I think he can teach us and that I just want to dive into that I think are really important when we talk about Thomas and we talk about this idea of greatness and what it really takes to get to that level. And if you think about the greats, the people who have really changed the world, the people who have created amazing things, created a social impact, have changed the world as it is today. One common thread so far is this idea of obsession. The people who are able to really create a difference are obsessed to their craft, are obsessed to the thing that they love to do. And Thomas Edison was no different. He would work at extreme rates and produce extreme outputs. He has the record for the most patents for a single individual. It was over a thousand patents over the course of his career. And he was known a lot for working 18, 20, 22 hours a day where he didn't sleep much. He didn't eat much. He followed these weird diets. And it was all because he was obsessed with creating with inventing, with learning, with experimenting, that it was who he was, it was his life, and he was obsessed with it. And there's a funny story about him as as he got throughout, or later on in his career, he had an employee named Friday, and Friday's sole purpose was to keep Thomas Edison awake. Edison recalled that Friday didn't sleep at all, if much at, at all, so when Thomas Edison would take naps or Thomas Edison would snooze off, it was Friday's job to make sure that Edison didn't oversleep or that he woke up Edison when a big breakthrough happened at his laboratory or he woke up Edison at the hour point that his nap was supposed to be over. So he simply paid Friday to keep him awake so he could constantly be experimenting and working on the things he wanted to do. And that's the obsession that Thomas Edison had. And what I don't think people understand is how much effort it truly takes to change the world, to be a difference maker, to be someone who is known by many for the rest of their lives for eternity. And there's a consequence to obsession. There's problems you will have to deal with. And for Edison, it was family. He wasn't the best family man. He wasn't there for his kids and this is similar to Steve Jobs who wasn't the best parent who wasn't the best father and 
that was a sacrifice he was okay coming up short in. His family knew that. He knew that. But that's what greatness takes for a lot of people. And, and you see these in a lot of these stories. Is that if you want to change the world. If you want to be known by millions. If you want to leave an impact that's going to last forever. More likely than not you're going to have to be obsessed with one thing. And you're going to have to come up short in all these other areas. So that first idea I wanted to touch upon is just obsession, how obsessed you have to be with your craft, with your work. And that lends into the second idea, which is genius. A lot of people view Thomas Edison as this unique mind, this unique figure who was a genius. I think genius is a term thrown around with certain individuals. But I think Thomas Edison has a unique quote that describes his view on this idea of being a genius, of being an intellect. And what he said is genius is 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration. All Thomas Edison viewed genius as is the ability to keep going, the ability to work hard, the ability to battle through obstacles until you came to an outcome. There's a story when he was working on the light bulb he was trying to find a filament that would allow the light bulb to last for longer duration so it could become more practical to the masses, to the world. And when he was working on that, he experimented with over 6,000 different types of resources that could work as a filament. And he only came up or is only known as someone who came up with the, the light bulb or the incandescent light bulb being practical for the universe because he was willing to experiment over 6,000 times. And that shows what he meant by genius. It's, it's, it's not this God-given ability you have. It's not something that you're just born with. More often than not, genius is persistence in disguise. It's showing up each and every day and willing to fail over and over and over Again, until you come to that result. And that's what Thomas Edison did all throughout his lives. And I think another quote that, that I want to mention about Thomas Edison is, The rubble or the trouble with other inventors is that they try a few things and quit. I never quit until I get what I want. And that's what made him a so-called genius. Is All he was was someone who, when faced with obstacles, he went through them. He didn't let them stop them or prevent him from where he was going. He did what he needed to do until he got what he wanted. It was all persistence throughout his journey. I think that's what genius is. Genius isn't this God-given ability. More often than not, it's just your ability to overcome failure after failure after failure after failure. And then when you succeed, we view it as this idea of genius. They have this intellect that other people don't have. But it really is just the ability to work hard for a long enough time. I just want to take a quick break from today's episode and tell you guys about two things. If you enjoyed today's story, today's episodes, today's thoughts, you'll really enjoy my weekly greatness newsletter, which I send out every Saturday morning with some stories, with some ideas, with some thoughts to help challenge how you think, how you live, and how you act, and to help you in your pursuit of greatness. 
And the second part is I have a big philosopher course out now that is designed to do the same exact thing. If you have liked a lot of these podcasts, a lot of these episodes, you'll love my Be a Philosopher course where I really try to challenge your mindset, challenge how you perceive the world, challenge how you think about external events. I'll leave the links to both those in the show notes below. So we have obsession, we have this idea of genius, and then this last idea I want to touch upon with Thomas Edison, and I think is unique or common thread with a lot of unique and, and, and great individuals is the mindset that Edison had. I think we already see that with genius. He was able to overcome obstacles and experiment over 6,000 times. He was able to, when he hit a road, to go through it rather than it stop him. And there's two stories I want to mention that I think epitomize Edison's mindset and how he viewed obstacles, how he viewed events, and that I think ultimately helped him become who we know Edison as who he is today. So the first one and the first story is actually goes back to his childhood when he was not even 13 years old yet. He was around 12 years old. He was pronounced deaf or basically deaf in both his ears. He could hear a little bit, but you had to yell and he had problem hearing. So from 12 years on, for 12 years old and on, he was basically deaf. And at that age, that's an event that would demoralize a lot of kids and, and affect a lot of people throughout their lives. And not to say that it didn't affect him. It did. But how he viewed that event was really unique. He viewed it as an advantage and an asset because Edison was someone who loved reading, who loved thinking, and loved experimenting. And because he couldn't hear the world around him, the, the chatter of people, the noises of busy, busy streets, trains, all the, the machines, all these things, he was able to get lost in his work a lot more easily, especially in loud places. He could read and get in kind of that flow state, that deep work state, whenever he wanted to. And he actually mentioned that deafness drove him to reading. So maybe without the deafness, without him losing his hearing early on, he wouldn't have dove into what he dove into with electricity and, and all these inventions and creations that he ultimately would later work on. So he turned a hardship, an unfortunate event, into something for him. And I think that's the mindset that these great individuals have is, is hey, something didn't go well for me, but what's the positive I can get out of this? What's the good thing I can learn from this? Because ultimately, nothing is so bad that nothing good can come from it. Now, the second story is at the polar opposite end of his life. Being deaf was at the at the beginning of his life during his childhood. The second story is near the end of his life. And as Thomas Edison progressed, he, he had multiple laboratories. And when he was about 70 years old, roughly 70 years old, um, give or take, one of his laboratories went up in flames. He had went home early the night before. His, his employees, his assist, assistants had continued to work at the laboratory, and one of his assistants ran home while, while he was having dinner with his family, 
and told him that he needed to go to the laboratory. And when he got there, he saw the laboratory up in flames, and his son was with him. And what he told his son is everything. He said, or he told his son, get her, his wife, over here and her friends too. They'll never see a fire like this again. Because of all the chemicals in the laboratory, the fire was full of all these unique and vibrant colors. And it was quite a spectacle. And in that moment, Thomas Edison told him to go get his wife so they could see this unique fire. It wasn't to complain. It wasn't to cry and say, why me? Why this? He understood that, hey, my lab, my laboratory is up in flames. There's nothing I can do about it. It was all out of his hands. It was too late for the fire department to come and try to clean it up. So why dwell on that? Why make himself the victim? He just accepted the fact that this thing happened and then kept moving forward. And because he had this mindset, he was able to get up a new laboratory within the coming month, within the coming or ensuing months and was up with his shop and his employees working, creating and experimenting again within a short period. But I think that was only because he had that mindset of, hey, I can't control this. This shit happened. Let's move on. Let's accept it and let's keep going forward. So all throughout Edison's life, he had this unique approach with his mindset, with his perception of viewing obstacles as opportunities, whether it was being deaf or whether it was losing his entire laboratory, his life's work near the end of his life. They might have been undesirable events or unfortunate events, but he used them for the better. He used them to push him forward. They did not stop him. They guided him throughout his journey. So that's what I wanted to touch upon with Thomas Edison today, that if you want to be great, more likely than not, you're going to have to have a unique obsession to your craft. We can think about Steve Jobs and Apple, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan with basketball. We've heard all these stories of, of the obsession that they've had. Kobe Bryant only sleeping four hours a day, being at the gym all day, working himself into the ground. And that's oftentimes what it takes and why there's only a few individuals who truly change this world. Because they aren't willing to be obsessed. They aren't willing to put in the work. But more importantly, they aren't willing to make the sacrifices in other areas. Whether it's their health, whether it's family or other relationships that they have to come up short in. But also, we also have a misunderstanding, I think, of what the word genius is. Thomas Edison explained it perfectly. It's 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration. Genius is just persistence in disguise. And lastly, if you want to change the world, you have to make your mindset, your perception, your greatest ally. If you can make that work for you, if you can view everything as good, everything as fortunate, everything as an opportunity, then nothing in your way can stop you. You still may not get to where you want to go, but it's not going to be because of an obstacle or a challenge or a roadblock. So I think those are the three things Thomas Edison can teach us. What it takes to be great. The idea of obsession. What genius truly is. And how if you can make your mindset, your perception, your greatest ally. You ultimately can accomplish or overcome anything this world throws you.
So peeps, that's a wrap. I appreciate the love and the support. If you appreciated today's video, if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a like and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other of those platforms, please give us a rating and review. It really helps us spread this message, get the show out to the public. And if you want to stay connected with everything else chasing greatness, you can check out our show links to our newsletter, our courses, our other social media platforms, blog, website, all that in the show notes below. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. Keep being great. Keep impacting this world. Keep chasing greatness. Peace. One.